Hello, welcome to the Free Football Podcast, the podcast where three friends are the dream professional footballers dashed away as children when one at birth was confined to a wheelchair and the other two discovered food have their say on the Premier League. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Kay Hill, joined by, of course, the ever present coach, Kojo. And he's bought us nobody. My guy couldn't make it today, man. He, he bought us in. nobody, man. No, he was on his way. He got stuck in traffic. Don't we got a lot to talk about, and you bought us nobody. <laughs> it's just going to be us two. Let's do a thing, man. Let's, Let's do, do this. Of course, we will get to the elephant in the room later when we are talking about the match. But first, Liverpool go top of the Barclays Premier League with a 4 win over Bournemouth. Walk in the park. Completely destroyed them, though. Yeah, that, that, might, that might sound derogatory. No, it's facts. Or, or just trying to palm off what, what Liverpool did. Bournemouth have been in quite good form recently. And so to go to, what is it, Turf, not Turf Moor? No. Um, what is that? Vitality. Saying? That's why I don't remember it. To go to the uh, Vitality scene and, and score four goals, especially four goals like that as well, it's quite impressive. Yeah, I mean, Salah was, um, Salah was dangerous, man. Mm-hmm. Moved a bit mad, um, especially the goal, the goal for the hat trick as well. Oh, that was that was brilliant. He took the mic. He well, oh, it was actually you know what? That's uh, I don't like applauding the Liverpool fans, but I was just there like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, they did mm-hmm. well. They they were comfortable, man, from start to finish. They just sort of just ran the show, mm. and Bournemouth, apart from maybe one two chances, didn't really get a sniff. No, not really. I mean, that's that's testament to also to Liverpool and their their game management and their control of the game, defend defensively as well as offensively. But question is, considering what Derek said last week that the city that, that cities it's that the title is now cities for the next few years. He didn't see Chelsea beating City. That's the issue. He didn't see Chelsea beating City. Yeah, of course, but Liverpool are now leading. Do you think they can take it from here and, and run things? That's, that's a big question because if they are found out in a game, I mean, next game they've got United. Mm-hmm. At Old Trafford? No, Anfield. <sighs> Um, so it's a toughie, but no, it's it was a tough week as well. So they they've got Napoli, Napoli, and, and if they don't beat Napoli, they're out of the Champions. So they they're gonna have they're to gonna, win. They have to play all their big guns yeah, as well. They have to win. Who um, are they playing? Who who are United playing in Champions League? Valencia, but we're ready for. You're through, so you you can rest. Yeah, we're playing. Well, Mourinho rest. That's the thing. That's well, the he's not resting Pogba. I know he's saying he's playing Pogba and Pereira in midfield. So that means they won't start against Liverpool. <sighs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Liverpool style credentials. Um, no, they they are they obviously up, up top by merit. Um, people are saying they've been getting a bit of luck, maybe in the past couple of games. I think with obviously the Pickford being stupid and um, <laughs> Salah first goal was offside, but that doesn't take away from the other three goals that they scored. Mm. So, um, but you know, some yeah, truth be told, with luck comes some champions. When you can, we we can testament to say that we've had our teams. Both our teams, mm-hmm. United and Arsenal, have won titles where we've got that little bit of luck in a match mm-hmm. where you can say, my God, how did they get It's not luck that? in just a match, there's luck in a title race as well. Exactly. It's crazy it's what, what, what happens sometimes exactly. and nobody was expecting Chelsea to, to wallop City. Exactly. But um, they did. But they did and they did well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, the thing about the Liverpool-United game is that Liverpool haven't beat United in the league in quite a bit. Mm. Um, I think since Stephen Moyes, actually. Yeah. So um, there's a bit of a hoodoo around that because... They'll look at that and say, Wait, never. Since David Moyes haven't beaten Man United in the league, they beat okay. Man United in the um, Europa League when Coutinho did his bits at Old Trafford. Oh, okay. But they haven't beaten them in the league. That's a, that's a nice. Uh, yeah, so it's one of those ones where they look at that and they'll say, Wow, mm. why haven't we done that despite 
being able to say we've had the better team. Mm. Um, so they're going to obviously look to make a strong impression and say, okay, let's let's go for the jugular in this game. But it, it depends on how they they approach it mm. and how United approach it. Um, but as for them this weekend, they were they were unstoppable against Bournemouth. Only team to remain unbeaten in the league so far do you see who do you no, see no. Be- not going on no they're not oh, going on right, okay. <laughs> do you see anybody beating him right now though funny enough the only team I can see beating them right now is us us you mean United yeah because the way is every time we've gone into a game since I was focused enough to get to Liverpool I've said we're getting spun out here mm. and for some reason one, one reason or another apart from David Moyes they have not been able to spin us so it gives it gives me a bit of I don't want to say confidence, okay. but a little bit of belief to say it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if we go there and beat them. At the same time, at the same time, the form they're carrying right now and the depth That's, they had is yeah. a bit different to what it was before. So, plus you, the form that United are currently in as well. Oh yeah, we're in, we're in disgusting form. You're not in the greatest of form, but they, so. I think they can, I think they can sneak something. But we'll see we'll see what happens at the game. You know, it's it's gonna be a fun game to watch. That's mm. one thing that we have we know for certain. Mm. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if United approach the game in a slightly more attacking way will we be attacking will it be a bit structured I think what you're going to see is Mourinho and Man United do the exact same thing as mm. what they've always done Is they're going to defend defend. but if they go behind they'll break out and just start start uh, playing the stylish maybe. stylish football maybe but at least they're playing Cater and Fabinho now I don't think they're going to start the league game to be honest but <laughs> Arsenal won Huddersfield nil. Lacazette had a goal disallowed. Didn't the guy pass it back to his player? Yeah, his goalkeeper. Pass it back to his goalkeeper, got, uh, and uh, yeah, Lacazette took it from him, yeah. and then boom. But then it took the man. I don't know how tall he is, but he he's a giant, Lucas Torreira, to score the most <laughs> unbelievable overhead kick. He's a giant, yeah. The, the best over, overhead kick you'll ever see in look, the world. Look, at, look how football. shameless you better are. Better than right Bale, now. better than Ronaldo. Oh my God. Yeah, but Lucas Torreira, what a man. <laughs> I mean, Arsenal were very lucky in that match. I mean, they were they were riding their chance. They should have took a few chances. They were riding luck. They took. They should have taken a lot of chances, but they didn't. Lacazette and Aubameyang, I think they played together. Yeah, at the, from the start, and you can see that either one of them needs to no no they, one that's playing left, either one of them needs to take up more of an, an a I'll be the uh, I'll be the backup I'll be the the man that plays the passes, or they need to play Ozil and I know he's uh, he's injured right now but you can see how much Arsenal miss him. Yeah, the lack of creativity. I mm. mean, you saw as soon as Lacazette came off. I mean, it Iwobi came on. He's not as nowhere near as creative as um, Özil. No, but it was not. the added ability to create. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember when added... somebody said that he's the replacement for yeah, my brother. Özil? Brother, 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 brother. Brother. Continue, continue. I went off for one. Um, but yeah, no, you know, it's um. I think Arsenal fans dream of having that combination up top. It's like a, you know, let's see it happen because we've got two players that can score, but yeah. it's something you can't force. And putting up Bamiyang out wide is something very risky. I mean, the thing with the game against Tottenham was the formation change shocked Tottenham. Mm. And that was something that rattled them. And from there, you could see that as soon as you got your goal, it was just because of the passion and energy in the game, 
you overrode them. It mm. was let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And go after go after goal came mm-hmm. and you shut them down um, on top of Eric Dyer utter collapse. <laughs> um, but you know you can't force a strike partnership if you haven't got the tactics to do it and they've got know how. We've said you know it'd be nice to see them together, but they haven't had even enough game time to be honest together to say mm. this is a combination that works. You know, um, you can call just to throw a few out there probably took a bit of time before they started clicking and they clicked well and then it went all guns blazing. Mm. Um, Burkamp and Henri, Rooney, Tevez, Ronaldo took some time in that season before they started f- flying away. Mm. So, you know, it, it, when it comes to combinations, you can't just hope that, oh, if we... If you stick these two up top, they're it's going to magically work, work out. Yeah. Yeah. It will take time. And Arsenal fans, if, if they're working on it in training and it's one thing that uh, the manager says, you know, at some point we're going to implement this and it will work then maybe we'll see it. But until then, let Aubameyang do his thing up top, let Lacazette be the impact player off the bench that mm. can hit goals. There's no need to rush something that doesn't work. Yeah. Stick to what works and hopefully Ozil comes back and with Torreira and Xhaka now doing the, sort of like the more better work in midfield, mm. maybe he can be the uh, so-called luxury player that he is. Ouch. <laughs> well, okay, I agree. I agree. Uh, Burnley won Brighton and Hove Albion nil. Who got the goal? It was... Uh, Callum Patterson. No, James Tchaikovsky got the goal. No, no, he, was, he 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 couldn't kick it. Well, you know, I'm thinking about Southampton. Sorry. Yeah, bro. Bloody hell. Wrong game, man. Do your notes, man. Do your notes. <laughs> <laughs> it was Tarkovsky. Yeah, you're it right. It was Tarkovsky. Yeah, I think it was from a corner or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, well. F. Sean Dice, I guess. <laughs> nothing to nothing to say, nothing to add, apart, apart from disappointment. I mean, I don't think Brighton had that many chances from open play. No, Burnley managed to use their whole regulate what they can yeah. do very well, and they managed to sneak it. It's one of those things, really. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's a learning curve for a team like Brighton because Brighton are a team that wants to play football, mm. and if you want to play football, you got to learn to play against these teams. Whether you're a team that wants to play football from the bottom of the league or a team at the top. There's certain teams are going to sit back and say, I don't want you to get through me, so we're going to sit back and just try and find a way through us. Mm. It's a learning curve, man. Learning curve, indeed. Cardiff 1, Southampton 0. This is the game I was talking about. Um, Vestergaard, uh, whatever his name is, is a, um, he's a professional footballer, man. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so uh, what, or how he he failed to kick the ball so under very little pressure. By the way, I'll say, mm. uh, boy, I don't I don't even know how to even describe it because I get pissed about defending so much that you get what sorry I get so angry about defending so there much that <laughs> <laughs> that you know when when I see such silly mistakes made on the pitch it it angers me. Um. But I don't know what angered me more. The fact that he failed to pass it back to the keeper comfortably or the fact that he was then embarrassed by Patterson. And Patterson, being as slow as he is, managed to take one, two steps away and then managed to the scruffiest of finishes yeah. into the bottom corner. I, I don't know which one is... Scruffy? That might be a bit unfair. I think it was scruffy. All right, not scruffy because yeah, more tame. It was a tame shot. Yeah, I, was I tame. do agree. But if Messi came out with that, or Ronaldo came, you, you'd think that was the best goal. You must be buffing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. 
I don't know how Cardiff are just continuing to, to they're getting get points, points right? they're getting points man I think Warnock's gone from in general it's time to say yeah you know what let's Let's actually give it a go. Yeah, give it a go. Get I don't want to retire yet, yeah? but I do want to stay in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Look, they're, they're, they're doing they're, it. They're doing well, We're man. We're in the league. They're, uh, they are... They're 14th now, See, man. They've climbed up very quickly. 14th. It can all change really quick, honestly. It can. I mean, yeah, it's drop of a dime that um, you can go down, You can go from relegation to 14th, especially now. Well, oh, yeah. Good on them. At least they're, they're trying. That's the main thing. They're trying. That's the main they're thing. They're not going to play, they're not going to be world beaters, they're not going to play some ultra nice attacking football with Warnock at the helm, but they're trying. That's that's what you can ask for, man. Yeah, what, you can, yeah. what, what do you want them to do? Exactly. You know? They don't, they're very lucky to get into Premier League in the first place, and now they're here. Give it a go. Exactly. Give it a go. Team that get, actually decided to give it a go without a certain Paula Bill Pogba was Manchester United. <laughs> Four. Fulham one. All the agendas of people that are trying to get on Pogba. Yeah, man. Um, but it's the team that's bottom of the league. So if you don't attack them, what are you doing? Um, Ashley Young, that goal, that first. Goal it was, was a beautiful strike. I, I can't even lie to myself. He's, I, he's done that before. He has, he has history of that yeah, type of goal as well. Very nice goal. Um, the thing that kind of surprised me was uh, Lukaku's goal. It was the play. Mm. It was the play, like the pass from um, Lingard into Mata. And then the the ball cross, and I was like, "Matty, don't play this. What's going on?" Yeah, you know. Um, but you know, the, the thing I like about it was that is the fact that in that game we saw very very little ball involvement from Lukaku, um, unless it was like the ball was going out wide and he had to he had mm. someone, yeah, but he had that time he had runners, he had people going in front of him, and that's what we lacked. But again, it was one matter, and we've been screaming. If you want someone, if you're not gonna play Pogba, you have to play someone else creative that will do that. Mm. And he was doing that, you know. So um, that, that's very important. If you're gonna achieve something, you need to be able to do that kind of thing in a match. And you know, it's the team's bottom, but it's a win, and it was needed, man. Yeah, but if Pogba focused on the play and stop, stop doing the tippy tappy stuff, he might be able to emulate one matter. Might no? be a proper midfielder. Might be a proper midfielder. Uh, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, I thought you become when you become a midfielder, you're a proper. But anyway. Yeah. Um, wouldn't get into Ian, Ian Holloway's team, though, would he? Oh, no, yeah. hell no, hell no. Try, try Adam to go. Should be more like Kante, right? Yeah, just run, yeah. run everywhere. And we'll talk about that, especially later as well, oh, considering yeah. what what what's ha- what happened over the weekend. Um, but yeah, no, it, it wasn't. It's an important win in terms of you had to win it, man. Yeah, you, you conceded, which you should be worried about. Well, the the, the penalty wasn't even a penalty in the first place. Mm. He got the ball, and then the red card they got was. Nothing challenge. Yeah. So it was just a rest- second bookable though, weren't it? Yeah, but I wouldn't have given that yellow card. I wouldn't have given that foul. He, mm. he fell over the guy. Rashford got had a little bit of go at him because he thought he had a bit at him, but he didn't do anything. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, of didn't course, do, of course. he didn't do anything. So you know you have to look at that and say, well, ref, you had kind of a, a nightmare there. He did have a nightmare. I mean, with the penalty, obviously Herrera's got the ball first, but then he's kicked it to the guy's leg. So obviously, because direction of the boy, he's thinking you've missed the ball you've got him mm. that's fine I can understand that that's what VAR's going to come in for um, but for everything else that's what you like red card anyway else mm. nah stupid even the player that's meant to be better than Kylian Mbappe scored man what's happening <laughs> what's happening that's confusing yeah, no, United, no one man. said that for at least four years or that <laughs> <laughs> it's really though at least one maybe, maybe one <laughs> yeah man it's going to be interesting West Ham 2 we are flying through these oh yeah West Ham 3 Crystal Palace 
two. West Ham scored some beauties in this game. They did. Let's go. Felipe Anderson's goal. My unreal. Real G. Thank you for saying G, guys. I was worried there. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I just clocked. <laughs> no, it's my G, man. Um, oh, I was man. I was so impressed by that goal, man. And um, even, um, what's his name? Stodgrass. Huh? Even that goal, I was like, wow. Like, yeah, this is... This is impressive, you know, and uh, Chikorita seems to be finding some form as well now. It's yeah, crazy what's happening. Role. Exactly, exactly. You no, know, he's. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm happy for West Ham because after such a slow start, we've known that the signings that they made were quality. Exactly, and it showed that Pellegrini had uh, an idea of where he wants to take West Ham towards. And signing players like Felipe Anderson is not easy. At the end of the day, because no, especially he, for that cheap of a price as well, considering exactly. how much um, Salah went for in, in, in previous year. Exactly, and he was one of Lazio's key players. Mm. So the fact that they're going for such a good price, and we're able to add like, even though he's injured now, Yarmolenko, um, Issa Diop, Barbueno, who's been very good. Best of, one of the best defenders in the Premier League right now. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, Fabianski on a free transfer. He's done a good job. He's a decent goalkeeper. Decent job. He's done better than Joe Hart. That's right. what we can that, say. Yeah. yeah, you know. Um, no, they've added really well, man, and. Uh, you know, the only thing we've I've, we've already I've really criticised is um, the father son combination in midfield. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know that. But that tells you it tells you that you know he's got a plan. He's saying you know I want to do this with the club. I want to do this. I want to implement it. How am I going to implement it? This is the way. Give mm. me the chance to do it. And rather than West Ham panicking at some point saying oh my god wait this position at the table and he's not doing what he's asked for despite spending the money. Let's go back to route one and. He's come out and said, you know what, you spent well, yep. do your thing. I can't. I can't That's the thing him. about Pellegrino. He, like, he always had that thing, that, that, that style to fall back on because of, of the team that he's, he's in, West Ham. If, but but he's, he's believed in himself and he's had the board that's, that's backed him as well, not just financially, but with time. Because if you look at Crystal Palace last year, they had a style. You could see that it was working, but they didn't like how... how Slow it was, yeah. And they've got they got rid but of then, him. but then they gave him four games, man. I know they gave him that's that's, that's my that's my yeah, point. So stupid. they could have the, the board could have been worried about how long it was taking Pellegrini to True. to uh implement his style, but he's he's implementing it now, exactly. And they're winning, yeah. So three in a row as well, exactly. And just just to um, just gonna put this out there, those three wins came in a row since Mark Noble came back. Just for throw that out there for since Mark Noble came back, yeah. What do you mean, came back from injury? Oh. That means nothing to me, but apparently they've they've been screaming it on West Ham social media. Have they now? Yeah. Oh wow. Because he's the he's the inspirational. He's 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 the glue that holds that whole team together. Is he? He's a proper ammo. You know. Yeah. There you go. (sighs) Sadly, this next game has been marred by a certain racism, racism, race, racist incident. Mm -hmm. But let's get through the game first. It was a good game, man. It was. It was actually a good game. It was. Um, Chelsea executed the game plan to perfection. Uh, they did. Sorry, but indeed. Yep. Um, Pep Guardiola's head was hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, was it for the for the second goal? He after after Davidoui scored, he's like, he wanted a quarter. Yeah, he, he wanted a quarter. Hot. I mean, he was wrong. He wasn't wrong. He wasn't, no, wasn't wrong. wrong he wasn't wrong, but you know, defend better, isn't it? When you're in a situation, we've said this. Mm. Referee decisions final at some point. You have to deal with it. Mm. Um, 
But truth be told, the way Chelsea handled that game, the defending was exquisite. Uh, the midfield control was exquisite. It was, mm. you, we know you like the ball, but we're not going to make you so comfortable to come and penetrate our defence. Yep. We're going to defend from the front. We're going to make things uncomfortable for you. Sane couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sterling couldn't really breathe around the pitch. Mm. Uh, Jesus came on the pitch, didn't do much. Mm. I think playing Hazard up top was a was quite the master stroke which surprised me I didn't think that, I didn't see that one coming I thought it was going to be obviously Morato's yeah, of course that's, it, that's the yeah, thing but, but I think his pace mm. just disrupted that whole flow because they play out the back they they like to take their time yes and if you've got a, a person who's as fast as Hazard running at you you ain't going to have the amount of time that you would have under Giroud or, or Morata exactly so I don't think the game plan that Pep put out it put in place for the, at the beginning of the game but worked Pep's Pep's that's the thing. Pep's game plan has never changed. Of course, he's always been his game plan has been the same since day dot. So when and I've always said it, he's spoken about his tactics in the past, and it's essentially if you listen to it, he's telling you he's also he's almost telling you how to go against it. Mm. You know, um, because he knows that a lot of teams are trying to copy the style that he done at Barcelona badly, <laughs> and yeah, no one's quite good at have they exactly and. Um, if you at least master the way to defend against it, then maybe you can find a way to do something with it. Um, Chelsea found their way to do it. Mm. Uh, they didn't need to um, execute ultra sorry ball. They went back to the basics. <laughs> ultra sorry ball. <laughs> <laughs> they went back to the basics. They found their um, their way in and they said, okay, let's do this, let's do that. And lo and behold, what happened? Kante's goal, man. Strike. Oof. What a strike. Oof. What a strike. Straight in the top um, ends, man. Very clever assist by Hazard because they were expecting him to whip the ball across mm. to maybe one of the guys, attackers going forward. Yeah. They didn't see Kante coming. And this is the thing about City that defensively, when you have a go at them, the centre-backs, and especially defensive midfield, Fernandinho is a good defensive midfielder, but he's known for disrupting play in terms of fouls. Mm. It's not about winnable challenges. It's about more about the... The little niggles. The little niggles that stops your play. Mm. That doesn't make you a top player. That just makes you a brilliant fouler. <laughs> he's a decent player. No, no, he's good. I say he's good. I say he's mm. good defensive midfielder. Um, but you know they they held their own and they found a way in. And the marking for the second goal. I mean, for David Luiz to be able to do a whole run around the whole defense, run in front of the goalkeeper and not be marked in one instance shows mm. you everything about City defensively and yeah. if it's proof it's now proof that if you have a go at them surprise surprise attack mm. you, you might you might you might score you know? a goal yeah Wolves exactly. did it um Chelsea did it mm. City no Liverpool I can say did it um Leon did it mm. you have a go at them you get exactly. something you know David Luiz had a good game as well I mean everybody likes the power on the hate for him but when it comes to the big games he steps up man he was yeah he was brilliant. He was man. brilliant. He was brilliant, man. Um, was it the first? No. The ball, the just a ball playing defender. Yeah, that's what he is. And the balls that he was playing, oh. unreal, unreal. And you know, it, it's so smart because you, you got to think um, when a team like City like to press from the front. Where is that? I have no idea. Somebody's uh, playing music, but yeah. anyway, continue. Um, <laughs> when you press from the front like that, 
uh, that City do. The one thing to do is just play balls that make them uncomfortable. Mm. So you go for their neck straight away. Why, why are you sitting there allowing them to come for you? You know? Mm. Um, and that's what they did. And Stop David playing Luiz, the film, Sorry. <laughs> David Luiz's passes were just so... Dot pinpoint. Yeah, but that's, what he's, about, man, that's yeah. what he's capable of. We know he's technically good. Mm. And you know he can pass. And because he was making sure he was making these passes, it was just like, well, yeah. What are you going to talk say now? Right? Exactly. And defensively as well, he was strong. He was very calculated. And um, he had Jorginho and Kante doing their jobs in midfield. Mm. They weren't suddenly, I don't know how many metres apart away from each other. Yeah. They were much more closer. They're very in sync as well. Exactly. You're making things difficult for the opponent. That's what we asked for. Mm. You know? So, um, no, it was very impressive, man. Chelsea's very still impressive. your title favourites? Come on, G. <laughs> I'm lying, man. Yeah. Anyone but Liverpool and City for me, innit? Because obviously. Hilarious. You know. Unreal bias. You meant to... That is bias with chest. This is meant to that be. That is bias with chest. Everyone knows from day one I'm a Man United fan. So that's not hiding, oh bro. Oh, my God. You're not meant to show your true colours, Mark. You're meant to be fair. <laughs> but. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> there was a Chelsea fan that decided to show his true colours. Oh boy. In the game against Manchester City. Of course we're talking about the man that called Raheem Sterling what he called Raheem Sterling. Are we surprised by this? No, not at all. Especially it's not the first time with Chelsea. Not the first time at Chelsea, of course, but that's 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 also a narrative in the footballing world that seems to excuse everybody else when it comes to mm. racism. Is mm. that oh, what, what Chelsea's done it, so that ain't a surprise. Mm. But every team in the Premier League has done this, has, has had fans that have done Previous. this sort of actions. Have, yeah, have done this before in the past, and it's nothing new. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go away magically by night. And to be honest, I am grateful for Raheem Sterling for what he said. Because he could have just spoken about the fan and ended it there. But he decided to attack the media. Yes. The timing was excellent. And the timing was perfect. And what he said was perfect. You can't argue with what he he said. Yes. The media has obviously shown a bias towards black players in the past. And he pointed out perfectly with uh, the Phil Foden and who's the other players? I'm sorry if I say your name wrong, bro. Adarabio? Adarabio. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Sorry. But. Just, a, just a perfect comparison where Phil Foden was just a simple starlet buying his mama house where the other guy was a man that hasn't played a game in the Premier League on 20k a week mm-hmm. buying his mama house. Yeah. Like that's got, it, like anything, that's got to anything to do with you and to what he does with his money is his business and if you want to bring up the fact that Phil Foden i.e. Piers Morgan has paid has played in the Premier League he's played 93 minutes there you go but he's still able to buy his mama house mm. but this kid oh um, this is actually on Raheem Sterling because this is the, like, I didn't realise this uh, oh. Jordan Sancho played another great game this weekend he was a man of the match for the Afro thing right yeah um, he flies over his barber that's right and it's like <laughs> guys just made a man of his performance for Dorman mm-hmm. at 18 at 18 and you're, it's not oh he's had a great performance mm-hmm. is he flies over his barber to cut his hair mm. just unnecessary it's unnecessary it's not just Sterling in the Premier League Lacazette Aubameyang were getting stick in the media yes. for driving their Lamborghinis to Tesco mm-hmm. like them why, why do you expect them to shop in Waitrose who cares man yeah. if they want if they want 
Raheem, they want to shop in Tesco, they can shop in Tesco. Raheem Sterling in Poundland, Raheem yep. Sterling in Greggs, yep. Raheem Sterling didn't wash his car in the morning or something. Like, <laughs> there is a bias, and if you want to call it unconscious, fine, but I think I think it's pretty plain to see that it is conscious and they're doing it on purpose. And Absolutely. one, they're doing it because they're racist, and two, they understand that it sells papers to be controversial. There you go. Um, and until go on, you sorry, say, go on. you know it's for me it's um, I don't even know where to begin with this. We've seen this for so long now. Mm. We've seen this for so long that it's quite clear to a lot of people, even in the media side now, that I started to sit there and think, right, like this is actually quite mad. Mm. They're actually deep in it. We're talking about white journalists now. Some of them are actually speaking up. Like, I, I, their voice doesn't really concern me, mm. but the fact that that's a lot of them are now starting, or not a lot. Few of them mm. are starting to actually realize. Wow, this is actually a problem. No, it, no, it's not. Finish, finish with it's not. It's yeah. not. It's like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say like it's a great thing or something like that. Mm. It's it's well overdue anyway. Mm. Um, but Raheem Sterling's timing of it and the way he dropped it, the way everything is now clicked into this discussion, mm. is so perfect. Mm. And he's bad. He's he's bit his tongue for a long time. Of course, he's bit his tongue for a long time. Of course, I think it's fair to say that his mentality is unreal because to go through all of that and for you to able to to be able sorry to still deliver your best the football he's delivering on mm-hmm. the pitch week in and week out mm-hmm. to the point where right now he is the best player in the Premier League on mm-hmm. form mm-hmm. clean mm-hmm. like his progression everything he's he's got such a strong head mm. a mature head on him and he's dealt with this so well and I can do nothing but praise that mm-hmm. um and you know i feel like a lot of people feel like there's a way to there's there are ways to deal with racist fans i mean it's not just a football thing it's a mm-hmm. society thing but there's ways to do with racist fans you mm-hmm. can ban them you can do this you can do that but it still doesn't eradicate the problem mm-hmm. what comes out just covers it up yeah what comes out of someone's mouth you can't control not at all what someone puts out as an article you cannot control what someone tweets you the the reader can't control but the editor can and that and the journalist can they can exactly and if they don't control if they don't decide to change it or Mm -hmm. anything like that what are your complaints going to go to Mm. and uh, you know it's just so it's frustrating because a lot of people think that it's just something you can just yeah but it's not something you could just that's the thing about it as well though it's it's all these comments like it, it was 2018 how is this stuff still happening it never went away it's never stopped. It's always been there. It's never stopped. We can, I can go, we can go back to, to the game in Burnley when that Liverpool player got racially abused. Yeah. Rian, was it? Rian, Rian Brewster. Rian Brewster. Yeah. With, I can't remember who, which paper uh, did the, did the, um, not up here, it was a, it was a, it was a piece, editorial piece on, on him. Yeah. And but, you've got, um, people, you know, people say, oh, you, you talk about this country only. No, we don't. Think Kevin Prince Barton gets him off for fighting back against that's, racial abuse. That's the thing about that's the thing about racism in football. It's not just it's not just an English thing. It's a global um, yeah. thing, and it's not just racism in football. It's racism everywhere in in the Western world. Exactly. Kevin Prince Barton saying, "Who else has received?" Balotelli's received it. Balotelli, um, not just in Italy, in yeah, France as well. Yep, yeah, Montari's received Montari. it. Montari. Um, Many players that have played in I Russia. I haven't heard Kojo Basamoa talk about it, but for all those years he's been in Italy, I'd be very, very of shocked course. if he didn't receive anything. Uh, it's not something you can just get rid of. It's impossible, to be completely honest. It is impossible. It's impossible. It is impossible. What? 
Well, there are okay, ways. Sorry, don't go. go, go. You no, go. Go. There are there are ways to combat this. And Raheem Sterling is one hundred percent right. It is the fact that the journalists and newspapers continue to to write derogatory marks, remarks about him in their papers for fans to read, and that is only going to fuel that flame and that fire. Yep. For a boy who only wanted to leave Liverpool because he wanted to win a title and earn a bit more money, there ha- there has been vitriol upon vitriol pointed towards him, and it is completely ridiculous, mm-hmm. and because and unacceptable yep. because nobody put, put vitriol there was no vitriol towards Frank Lampard when he went to City nope there are so many players that have left to better their careers and there has not been vitriol Everton Rooney not not that much no you see, you see when um, you see when Rooney was going through that whole Man to Man City rumour mm. You see how everyone dealt with that? It wasn't a case of that. Obviously, it was like, oh, when Rooney's doing, he wants to leave, but why? It was like, what are the reasons why he wants to leave? Mm. Raheem Sterling wants to go from Liverpool to Mercedes because he, at that moment in time, he looked at Liverpool and said, yeah, you've got Suarez here, you've got this guy, but I don't see us achieving mm-hmm. because you can have quality, but if the quality's not helping us win anything, what are we doing? Mm. He went to a club where they had won titles. The one cups, mm-hmm. so he said, you know, they're achieving. First season, won a trophy. There you go. We're achieving stuff here, so why not do it? Mm. Imagine if it was him. Imagine if it was him, with that Rooney thing. Mm. Imagine it was him saying, "I want to leave Man City for Man United." Just for yeah. this example. Imagine the nonsense mm. that would have been written about him. Un- unreal. It's unreal. But the ways to combat this, if you want to talk about journalists and you want to talk about, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Uh, Yes, black players have have received unreal, have unre- have received unfair bias from our papers. Yeah. Do something about it. Don't write those pieces. Don't put them out. That's it. Number one, two. Look at your writers' room. Look at the the rooms everywhere in any sports agency that you'll find there. It's talking about Sky Sports. Talking about Talk Sport. Talking about any newspaper that you want to, to want to name here. If there are if there aren't any black voices in that room, you are going to continue to write this nonsense That's regardless. It. That's it. And I'm talking about, not talking about black journalists. I'm talking about black editors. You need editors in that room to control what is being said and what is being pushed out because it has a, if it has an unbiased, if it has a biased uh, point of view to put towards a black player, guess who's going to spot that? A black person. Yeah, exactly. It's not that it's not that hard to to to, under, to, to, to misunderstand. But this is the thing about football. It's not a football thing. It is a society thing. And until there is education towards this that accepts England's role in the creation of of racist of a racist society, nothing is going to change. We're talking about educating about colonialism, the actual acts of colonialism yes. that took place all those years ago. And there needs to be an accept an acceptance of those acts as well, because recently I, I I believe, uh, Britain refused to apologise for the acts that they committed during uh during the slave trade, because they didn't want to risk, uh, potential reparation claims. Like, of course, it's even laughable, man. Of course, it's laughable. But these things are the are the ones that needs to change. Mm. Third thing in the, in the rooms that that are that are the main. Uh, broadcasters and uh, main newspapers that are printing and uh, posting the, these content, these biased content. You need to get rid of the edgy 
edgy commentators, the edgy writers. Mm-hmm. Because they talk nonsense. Yes. Speak on it. Graham Sooners has had nothing but, but nonsense to say about Paul Pogba in the past. Probably can't. He only said one nice thing about him. This is a man that has won a World Cup. This yeah. is a man that has won four Serie A league titles. He's going. a man that's won countless trophies, individual and t- team-based. Yep. But you can't get over the fact that he has a haircut or you can't get over the fact that he dances. And that, that, that constitutes him. That, 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 that says that to you that he's a troublemaker. This, this is a guy that, he's not a guy that goes out to the clubs to drink. No, not at all. Come out drunk. He's not a guy that... And if he does, it's, it's pre-season. Exactly. Or post-season. It doesn't matter. Exactly. During the season, he enjoys his football. He goes to his family mm-hmm. and he dances 100%. with his family as much as he wants. The fact that Ian Holloway still has a voice in 2018 and on, on any sports media and is a disgrace. Utter embarrassment. Utter disgrace. Dave Kitson, getting Dave Kitson on to talk about the issues black pe- black players face in the Premier League is just ridiculous. And, and it is so deaf. Especially considering how he proved how uneducated he is on the issue. Considering that he spoke about Sterling posting flashy car pictures of flashy cars, flashy houses and flashy jewellery when he does the exact same thing and nobody, nobody gets on him about Day it. Day three of retirement, he's sitting between what, a Lamborghini and what's it, like a Ferrari or something. Mm. Really? Really? Unreal bias. It's unreal. You can't get these people on and expect, and expect stuff to change. No. You need to get a diverse group of voices and that is the only way you're going to change how you, how you perceive black players it. it is not just what they're doing off the pitch it's on the pitch as well you can't keep going back to the same old tropes of players of players being pacey and powerful Paul Pogba you can't keep comparing two black midfielders even though their roles are completely different completely. the fact that you compare Kante and Pogba is racist it's a disgrace, man. one is a defensive midfielder and the other is a centre attacking centre mid yes. they are going to do different jobs the fact that you want your black players to sit back whilst the white players do all their fancy stuff is ridiculous mm-hmm. you are so threatened by Paul Pogba it is unreal this man has the potential to be one of the best midfielders in the world or that the world has ever seen but you keep on relying on the fact that he's big the man has twinkle toes. He's doing stepovers in midfield. His ability to control a ball. Control the ball, it, pass the ball. Pass the, every, he has everything to be complete midfield and that should be celebrated. But, but you keep on bringing up the fact that he's not playing well for Manchester United or that he's not a leader yeah. despite showing in the World Cup that he was. Exactly. And it's not just about, it's not just about Pogba or Kante. Because I, I I love Kante. I think no, Kante Kante is the best defensive midfielder in the world, better than Makélélé. I I think so. I think so. Because uh, he he has so much more than Makélélé. We gotta discuss that one day. We'll discuss it one day. Wait, not I, now. I'm not, I'm not feeling that one still. But I I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. I'm I'm, I'm no, in the opinions, mo- I'm, I'm in the moment. Right it's now. opinions, bro. It's I'm, opinions, I'm quite bro. heated. I'm it's quite opinions. heated. Go for it. Go for it, man. But it is ridiculous. I, uh, that's the only thing I can say about it because like, it is it's stupid it's very stupid that you can't see like it, it took a player to be racially abused for you to see that you are a problem and how many times has he been racially abused he's been racially abused so many times before you finally realise oh wait this is bad really the fact that Jamie Carragher has the nerve to talk about this subject when he wore a shirt supporting Luis Suarez, who racially abused 
Patrice Evra. And now he has a voice in it. Really? And then who is it? Who is who is he? Play, who are they playing? I think it was Liverpool when West Ham played Liverpool last year. When Evra was playing left back, you were oh, booing yes, him. Yes, they were booing him. Yes, they were. They were. But that's not racist. That's your opinion. Get out of town, man. I'm, I'm, this is such a frustrating subject because you never listen. This is going to do nothing. It shines a light on it now. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, in a year's time, this will all be forgotten. Gonna wait. Absolutely nothing will change because you're going to keep employing the same people that look the same, that think the same as you. And it ain't gonna change okay. nothing. The fact that the mat of the matter is you need to get rid of these controversial voices. You need to get rid of Ian Holloway. Yes. You need to get rid of Graeme Souness. Yes. You need to get rid of Steve McManaman, who talks nothing but <laughs> trash each and every week and knows no nothing lie. but Liverpool bias no and Real Madrid bias. He goes under the radar for talking trash on he TV. Because he talks on BT, BT yeah. Sports and nobody talk, nobody cares about BT Sports yeah. pundits. Yeah, exactly. He goes under the radar a lot. You need to get rid of these these people. You need to update your your hiring policy. Make sure it reflects the 21st century that we live in today. Yeah. 21st century London is completely different. It's totally diverse. I'm not talking about having an influx of, of, of black journalists, it will be good, it will be oh, nice. Yeah, it will be, be nice, but... But you need to have just a few voices, a few people that will say, no, you're wrong, and you're saying this wrong, you're saying the wrong things. That's, that's education. Educate people. That's education right there. You need to hear more voices, you need to hear the voices how you, how of... How are you supposed to learn if you don't learn from the people that experience Of course, it. you need to hear from the voices of real. You need to hear from the, you need to listen to the voices that have been always that have always called this out. Mm-hmm. People are still vilifying Saul Campbell for the fact that he complained like that he pointed out that if he wasn't black he'd be England captain. Did you see how quick they were to scream that Macclesfield lost their first ever penalty shootout? That's so BBC by the way. Straight BBC away. The, didn't the, waste time. The liberal the liberal the liberal BBC mm, mm. decided to point out the fact that Macclesfield Town haven't lost a pen. Benny lost their first penalty shootout since Sol Campbell took off. Who cares Ralph. about Macclesfield Town? They were not. They were not on your radar. Who cares about the penalty shootout record, bro? They were not on their radar. No, not at all. No, but Sol Campbell takes place, and now, now it's now it's, now it's his fault. Mm. These are the types of narratives that you are creating in the minds of people. And even though you can argue that Sol Campbell isn't the greatest person in the world, he's a Tory. Who cares? Doesn't matter. The fact that Frank Lampard, the fact that Steven Gerrard have managed to walk into top jobs while Sol Campbell, the man that appeared in the Champions League founder, the man that scored vital goals for England, the man that captained Arsenal, the man that captained Tottenham at 21. Can't be getting management Can't jobs. be getting managerial manage, manage jobs upwards championship level yeah. is utterly racist and ridiculous. Yeah. The fact that you want to bring up that he's, that he's, a, he's a hothead He's a, he's a snob. He's too argumentative. Roy Keane yep. got a job mm-hmm. in Sunderland. Mm-hmm. Graham Souness got a job. Blackburn, Newcastle. Liverpool. Jose Mourinho has been nothing but a hothead and an arse <laughs> for countless years. A lovable one, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But that's nonetheless... That's what I was laughing. That's what I was laughing. Nonetheless, he's been, a, he's, he's, he's been a jack. Yeah. And he still managed to get top job after top job after top job, but you're you're saying Sol Campbell's Sol Campbell's different because nobody likes him. By the way, just on this, I'm not here for people calling out 
are trying to send for the black people in football that are trying to change things. You can't call out Rio. You can't call out Ian Wright. And you can't call out Darren, Darren Lewis. Lewis. No, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. And if you know who, who I'm referring to, that's fine. You know, they have their opinions. I'm not going to scream at them and say, oh my God, you're an idiot. For it's not about that. But you got to know about what these people are doing. And you, if, I mean, me and Kel were talking about it before the podcast. You have to try and know about the insides of a newspaper before you go and scream at people that work inside of them. Because... There are only a few pundits right now that have actual carte blanche on whatever they whatever they say. Yes. And they are working, all three of them are working for Sky Sports right now. Alan Hansen used to be one, but yes, now it's true. Gary Neville, Jamie Carragher and Graeme Souness. Mm-hmm. The only people that are allowed to speak their mind on things. Yes. And the fact of the matter is, if you want to be calling these people, you want to be calling Rio and you want to be calling Darren Lewis and you want to be calling, and you want to be calling Ian Wright what you called them, for trying to navigate the world, the world, to trying to navigate an establishment with with racist sentiments and racist policy, to trying to navigate that yeah. that world in order to try and make themselves a success. If you call them out and you're calling them those names for doing their jobs, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Simple as that. You can't be calling them what you called them. Especially when they've they've existed, they've lived through racism and they've experienced racism at the at the highest of highs. Yes. Especially Ian Wright, I guarantee you, Darren Lewis has experienced oh, it unbelievably. Especially in the role that he is in now, mm-hmm. I can't. I don't want to even imagine his Twitter mentions right now oh, because man. of because of his voice and Rio Ferdinand, who have done nothing but constantly talk about racism. When it's when it's when it's deemed necessary. From the time where he was denied a drug test because of whenever when he missed it, he missed the drug test and, and they gave him a nine nine month ban. Month ban. His brother was racially abused straight away. What did he do to John Terry? There you go. But he doesn't. He doesn't fight because no. it's because Raheem Sterling spoke up now. He's backing him. Yeah. Now is the first time he spoke up. Yeah. Okay. Just trying to navigate the world that he's in. You, you, if you if you're outspoken, guess what happens to you? You become Saul Campbell. Yeah, literally, literally. And you know that's what that's what that upsets me about people like uh, Collymore, because he's being shunned out bit by bit in the media, bit by bit, mm. slowly just dragging him away bit by bit, trying to deny him. The thing about Collymore, which is frustrating, is because I like him. Yeah, I do like yeah. him, but for the what he did to Ian Wright was unacceptable. Yep. Even though. Ian Wright working for the Sun is a bit is a bit dodgy. It's a bit off. I'm not gonna lie. It's a it's bit, bit dodgy. Off. Off. Still has no right to call him that. But for the fact that you worked for Talksport and you now work in Russia, yes, you can't see the hypocrisy there. But Stan Collymore thing, if you compare to two legends of the game. He was a very good player, Stan Collymore. Oh, he he, was. he but he, he was. was he wasn't liked. He was never liked, and he was he was never really taken seriously for the England, for any for a place in the England yes. team. Even though he should have been, because he was, he was a it was good player. player, fantastic player, yeah, absolutely. But if you look at the two stories between the two 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 players in the England setup, that is Paul Gascoigne and Stan Collymore. Both have done unspeakable things mm-hmm. that shouldn't have been done. But one is 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 still given chance after chance after chance after chance, and one has been pushed out of of, of his job yep. for being outspoken yep. and had to go to Russia to get some to get a job. Yeah. But Paul but Paul Gascoigne 
is loved. And I'm pretty sure if you wanted to show up on any of these shows, they'd welcome him with open arms. Oh, it's a podcast one called I Want to Come On. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's still an England hero, apparently. England hero? Oh, yeah. He's he's constantly self-destructed time after time. He's told, he's proven that he's not a nice man mm-hmm. and that he can't change. Mm-hmm. Sam Collymore has proven that he can change. But one's still an, uh, uh, But they vilify him. One's a public hero. Mm-hmm. And one's a, a, yeah, a villain. There's nothing more to say on this subject apart from educate yourselves. Literally, change the system. If you want, if you want change, if you want, if you want to live in a less racist society, educate yourselves, because it's out there. If the British government aren't gonna aren't gonna teach you, learn for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you're gonna do it. That's how I did it. That's how Michael did it. That's how everybody who I've known has done it. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ, man, that took a while. Uh, well, the thing is, it's not the first time we've spoken about racism on this podcast. It's not the first, that's the thing. Last uh, week, what happened? I trying to remember what happened last week. Obama, yeah. Banana. Oh, the banana, yes. See. But, but, it's just, it's, it's, it's a shock that in 2018, this... The fan got away with that, by the way. He did get away with it. Yeah. Please. I, I took a banana into the ground because I found it on the ground. And... But, <laughs> and, and, then, and I decided to chuck it. But it wasn't because I was, I was being racist. I just wanted to chuck the banana. Oh, yeah. At, at the black player who yeah, just scored. yeah. But that's not grounds for for racial abuse, for hate crime. Mm. This this Chelsea fan's gonna get away with it. Oh, he may yeah. have lost his job, but who cares? Bit by bit, who cares? You saw the, you saw the video, right? Of what? That um, so um, for anyone that remembers, remember when they were unveiling Rudiger? Oh yeah, he was part of the he was part. He of was the, the yeah, father, he was, wasn't he? He was the father that was buying the shirt. See, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's not just the working class people in the football grounds that are that are being. Are, are the perpetrators of, of racism mm-hmm. in today's society. It's everybody. Yeah. Chelsea fans, season ticket holder. Yeah. They, they, they cost money. For 50 years, you know. 50 years season ticket holder. Yeah. He's, he's been working his, his, his butt off for a long time. To keep going to the games. To keep going to the games. And then he ruins that by being a douche. A racist douche at that. Your fault. Only your fault, man. Your fault. Only your fault. I can't blame yourself. You can't blame anybody else. I can't blame anybody. I think so they're, 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 trying, they're, they're trying to uh, find out they're trying to um, they're investigating four people essentially. It yeah. wasn't just him. One of, one of them called in and they, they called into oh, was it Talksport BBC? I can't remember which one it was, but he, he definitely called in mm. and he said I was a guy. I think two or three seats down. Mm-hmm. Green jacket. You said it was shouting abuse at him, but, shouting, he was, but it was um, nothing racist. Yeah, he said um, disgrace to England, blah, 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 mm. but it was under passion. And again, mm. okay, you can say that's not racist, but if you're saying that's under passion, if someone makes you genuinely angry, mm. that's a black person. What are you gonna say? Because if you're passionate and but somehow he's a, he's a disgrace I, I, to I, England, I don't understand about about football fans. These are eleven players on the pitch yeah. doing their jobs. Literally, you're there as a fan to enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. Why are you so angry? What is that to be angry about? What do you, what gives you the right to say this stuff about these players? And don't get me wrong, I've done stuff in the past that I've I've said stuff in yeah. the heat of the moment, but it's not. But I've never said it at somebody. Yeah. He was five yards away. And you're screaming that in his face. To the point where he's now said... And it's so nil nil at the time. Yeah. He's not done nothing to you. And now he's, he's at a stage of life where he sits there and says, you know what, now I just can only laugh. You can only laugh at it. Because... You can only laugh at it. It's like, oh, here from same old, same old. It reached really that stage in the first place. You shouldn't reach that stage. But there you go. This is a this is a this is a player who's done nothing but try to be the best football player he's ever he, he can be. Yeah. But you want to racially abuse him because he because he left Liverpool. 
didn't even leave your club. It has nothing to do with him. Nothing to do with him. That's the thing as well. He left Liverpool when every fan in on the planet hates him. hated him. Mate. All because he left a, le- a, a, t- a team that didn't win, haven't won a league in 25 years. Who cares? There may have been history, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to have to move, move on. Yeah, let's move on. Because, man, that was annoying. <laughs> and we'll go to Sunday. No, Saturday, sorry. No, it was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Uh, Newcastle 1, Wolves 2. Boy, that was a, that was last ditch. That was... Uh... Oh, wait. Did we talk about Tottenham? We did not. I'm sorry. No, we got to go back. That was Saturday, right? That was right? Saturday. What do you okay. think of Tottenham, though? No, I'm not doing that song, bro. What are you doing? I'm Go on, do it. No, no, no. Go on, do I'm it. I'm not one of your fans, bro. Go on, do it. No, I ain't one of your Go fans, though. Right. I ain't one of your fans, though. All right, then. Plus, the girls bubble and carry it. I'm cool with them. Leicester, nil, Tottenham, two. They were comfortable, man. They were. They were comfortable. They just... Surprising, considering the way Leicester usually are against the big six. Yeah, they're usually quite strong, but Tottenham, again, we've said it. When it comes to domestic football, mm. they're, they're on point. Are they starting to hit four? They slowly started to get into it. The only game that rattled them was you was guys. Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Apart from that, they've been good. I so think so. Um, yeah. I think that they've shaken off the fact that they haven't had a rest in a in a in a while, mm. and now they're reaching a bit of fitness that can propel them to uh, to a Champions League spot. I I believe. I think they will get into Champions League. Yeah, but um, I don't know, man. It's nice. Deli Ali seems to be on scoring form again, which is which is great. I do. Despite him playing for Tottenham, I do, I do, I do like Deli Ali. Yeah, yeah, he's a good player. And then Song Hong Min. Oh, another beauty man. That's a great goal. Another beauty. That's a great goal. He's so, you know, he's taking the title of most underrated for me. Oh, he took it away from Gilf. Yeah, he? he's taking it away now, man. Yeah. He, Gilf got his recognition now. It's some because no one wants to talk about him. It's starting to name me a little bit. He is. Uh, you got, you're gonna take the, the spotlight away from the love from the love of uh, Harry Kane. Oh yeah, I have to. And Harry Winks. Don't forget about uh, Harry Winks. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Harry Winks is great. Yeah. Um. No, Son has been so damn consistent for Spurs. Meh. Come on, there's no mayor about it, bro. This year, yes. The no, year no. before, yes. The year before that, maybe not. Adapting. But he, got, he, but he did his thing still. And he Actually, no, even the year before, I don't think so. And he scored, you know, he scored like 15 or so in his first season. Not bad. That's not bad. Because he was a goal, much more of a goal scoring midfield at... Um, was it Hoffenheim? Was it Hoffenheim he came from? It was a blue... Yeah, well, somewhere, in, somewhere in from, from the Bundesliga. Yeah, generally. Um, you know, considering that he's... Is it Hoffa? No, it wasn't Hoffa. Okay, but, no. Um, no, but he's, he's settled really well. He has settled. He's one of, to be honest, for me, one of the best players. I, last year, I did call him as the 60-minute uh, merchant. 60-minute merchant? Where everything after the 60th minute, that's when he started to, to pop up. <laughs> he came as a sub all the time. And everybody's tired, man. He used, that's not, he used that to his advantage. Yeah, but we, but we, now we, he's starting games. Yeah, and but, he's con- and he's been and he's been consistent. But he should have been starting games before. He should have been. Yeah. So um, I mean, they've been trying to to make Lamella work, and which oh yeah. So that obviously got in his way. Yeah. Well, that was Poch's signing, wasn't it? Lamella. No, AVB. That was when Gareth, AVB. When that's Gareth right. Bell yeah, left yeah. and yeah, he just yeah. splashed on him. So I guess I guess you like maybe it's a country bias. Might be. <laughs> I'm might joking. Be. It might be. But um. But no, it's good. For, it's good to see some performing. Man. Yeah. He, he's so good and um. They, if, to be honest, if Spurs want to keep getting results, that front four, they just got to keep doing it, man. Mm. And then once in a while, rest when you know you can afford to rest them in certain games, like cup games and 
that kind of thing. Yeah, it comes down to the player though, because but I believe Harry Kane just wants to play every single oh, yeah, game yeah, that he yeah, wants yeah. to. He's got that whole English mentality of ah, uh, I'll, I'll play, like, play yeah, through, then I'll play through the little little niggles, and then when you get a big niggle injury, then you know. Yeah, that's right. When your when your career's in jeopardy. Mm. So, but yeah, impressed. Tottenham good. I mean, they did their thing. They did their thing. Tucked away Leicester. Leicester weren't really impressive. Yeah. Level points with who they have points. Oh no, the two points clear of Arsenal and Chelsea. They're third, right? They are third. Yeah, yeah. fourteen goal difference. That changed real quick. Bad indeed. Was it Wolves and Newcastle we're talking about? Yes, that's where I said. Doherty nicked it just nicked it just the, in the last oh, second bruv. it was such a funny game to watch it was man um, yeah Lim was playing out of position <laughs> got ex- eventually got exposed mm. and got his red card <laughs> um, but no New- Newcastle were actually okay I can't even I can't even get onto them like that you know when Dubravka was needed he made his good saves yeah um, but they I mean, yeah, they decided to fall back when he went out to 10 men because Newcastle don't have the firepower to say, you know, we can still go for it. Um, they were very nervous, maybe trying to pay for like set pieces and stuff. It wasn't clicking for them after that. But before mm. that, Red Card, they were, they were good, man. They were good. Um, but Wolves, it's a good thing for Wolves because... It's been a has, rough couple of weeks It has for Wolves, man. It has. And then they beat Chelsea, go to Newcastle, sneak a last-minute um, win. Mm. It it's meant a, a lot to them as well. You saw, oh, you yeah. saw the, the passion of the... Of every, all the coaching staff just because, well, because Wolves don't want to be you don't want to be that club that almost like you know how West Brom behaved for a bit before they became like a Premier League club potential yo-yos yeah yeah you don't want to be that club especially with the money they spent and you know Nuno took a chance in taking management of this club mm. got them to the Premier League first time of asking he's done established them in that and he's a manager that's he thinks progressively so mm. he's thinking now we've settled you here cool we've beat relegation we're not going down. Let's try and make ourselves mid-table. Okay, top half. Okay, Europe. And then maybe the upper echelons of Europe and then maybe we can become one that make it a top seven or something. Mm. You know, he's so forward-thinking and with the chance he took with the players that he's brought into the club, you know, he's worked masterpieces in transfer mm. So for someone like him, he has to look at that and say, what can I do to help this team improve? Players like Doherty or Doherty, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, Bowley. Bowley, you know, he brought from Porto with him. You trust these guys mm. because they they do the job for you, and you know, they're doing him proud, man, and they're doing the club proud. Mm. And Wolves were a club where have has that when they've been promoted in the past, have they actually stayed in the Premier League? First time of asking, I don't think they have. They have Mick McCarthy at the helm, so I doubt it. Good point. Um, Mick McCarthy, the man that's known for smiling at a camera. Doubt that. I love that. It's gift, amazing, man. though. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It's so, <laughs> it's so pure that that that, that video, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, oh, but yeah, no, he. No, uh, oh, sorry. They they they've Im- they've really impressed this year, mm. and um, long may it continue, man. I want them to become a strong Premier League. Side. I do. I, I want them top ten at least this I year. I hope so. This year, man. I hope so. This season will be a great season for them to do that. Exactly. I'm um, Everton to Watford. Two on the Monday, I believe it was. It was, yes. What a game that was, man. Full of action. Yep. Um, Everton did their whole thing. You know, they are literally Mr. Inconsistent in that league. They are They're so... taking the title away from West Ham, have they? Oh, yeah. They're so... <laughs> <laughs> that, that, is, that is a typical thing. They take the lead, they're in control, they're doing their thing. One mistake later, 1-1. One, one. Mm. Another mistake later, 2-1. And then they're like, oh my God, what are we doing? Luckily for them, they've got a long, long added time. 
six minutes, yeah, and I think it was ninety fourth minute where Digne scored his free scored kick. that beautiful free kick. So but into the top know, ends. That's that's the kind of luck they get, but they need it. They need that because they haven't got. They've got money and they're trying to spend wisely, but they haven't spent so wisely where you can look at them and say you've uh, improved the entire team here. Yeah, you know. They, they've. You look at the team and you're like, okay, Shank Tosin was doing well where, where he before he came Meshiktas, so that's a striker you've got as a potential goal scorer. Gilfie Sigurdsson is a very good player and set piece um, player. Andre Gomez is obviously showing how why he was bought by Barcelona in the first place. Obviously, mm. it didn't work out, but it doesn't work out for mm. players in some places. So you know, you, you look at that and you say, yeah, you know, these guys got something about them, but the level of inconsistency in that squad is why they're held back, mm. and if they don't find that consistency where you can look at them and say now you've got it they're going to continue to be that club that just about finished 7th but finishing 7th and people look at them and say you can't make a top 7 mm. because you can't get close mm. to the guys in 5th and 6th or maybe 4th and that's the issue the money though is money I think the only team that they're financially on par with is probably in the top 6 probably Tottenham I don't even think they're near Tottenham to be honest I think we're Tottenham, if Tottenham I mean, obviously now, obviously, okay, maybe now because of the whole yeah, now, stadium thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you know, if when it's it's talking about oh no, no, you were they have a they have a very rich owner. Oh, they match boy. Um, but you're not. You're right. You're right. With everything that's because happened considering with Tottenham with the stadium and, mm. and all of that, they have a level par mm. and everything on over the building the stadium. So they have a right to say we can spend a bit more than you can, hundred mm. percent. The one area they always have to improve is defense. At the end of the day, I'm sorry, guys like in the past, like your Yobos and your Hibberts, <laughs> you know. Like, I forgot about Yobo. Um, Yikes, man. Right? Um, Celestine Babayora, I believe, paid for them at some point from Chelsea. Babayora, yeah, man. He went from Chelsea to Everton. Um, uh, who else have they had? And, and that would, Ashley Williams apparently was good. Jack Yelka, now Michael Keane. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> these are not guys who are going to help you improve in any sense, um, man. I think the only good defender that they've ever had is um, Leighton Baines. Yeah, and Seamus Coleman to an extent. Yeah, Seamus Coleman, I think. So, yeah, true. That's, um, that's true. So, yeah, no, they, it's such a weird thing with Everton. You mm. look at them and you can see potential, mm. but they haven't realised that potential for at least the last six years. Yeah. So, when does that potential go? Mm. Here's the thing. Talking about Everton and in their inconsistency, let's hope, they're cons- let's hope they, they gain a bit of form because next week it's a big one. Match day. 17 Manchester City versus Everton they're going to get worked they're going to get worked Man City are going to do that revenge beatdown that United was so famed for don't don't compare bro (laughs) Um, I'll say I'll say 3-1 City that's generous you think they're going to get worked they're going to get worked if they start Walcott they're getting worked Crystal Palace versus Leicester (laughs) City (laughs) Chris Pass was in Leicester. Yeah. Um, Interesting game. I think Chris Pass was sneaky. Yeah, yeah I think so too. I'll go 1 0. Huddersfield, Newcastle. When it's passed me to see Newcastle spank them away, you know. Mm. Um, Newcastle, 2 0. Tottenham, Burnley. Ooh. Yeah, Tottenham are working them still. <laughs> you know, I'm, f- going, I'm going for a big one, 5. Ooh, okay. Watford, Cardiff. Watford. I don't know, you know. I'm going for Watford. I know Cardiff are getting points. But the way Watford, they're sneaking it as well. I think, it's, I think Watford will... It's dodgy, man. It's I dodgy. This game. I'm going for Watford... Um, 2-1. Two. Two yeah. yeah. Wolves, Bournemouth. 
very good game that that's a good game um, but I think Wolves will take it yeah. um, 3-2 Fulham West Ham draw give West Ham some credit draw man. West Ham credit draw okay. <laughs> the London derby go on no that's the London oh yeah derby. I know, I know. <laughs> Uh, Brighton Chelsea interesting that one Chelsea will win I'm going for Chelsea no, I'm, backing my, I'm backing my boy Chris Shooting. Uh, I, I know you're backing him backing the boy Chris Shooting. Man. I'm, going for, I'm going for a Chelsea win I'm going for Chelsea where's Chelsea away yeah hmm okay 1-0 sneak Southampton Arsenal Arsenal win um, 3-0 mm. and finally the big one. Oh, do we have to do this? We have to do this. Liverpool, Manchester United. I'm going Man United one Norman. <laughs> run away with the victory. Take your goal and run. Do not do anything else. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred pounds. Stay where you are. Take See, your I've, lead and rest. I feel like we're in for another Mourinho masterclass because he loves putting those out against Liverpool. Oh yeah, he does it a lot. Um, but yeah, Juanfield. Um, but Juanfield, bloody hell! <laughs> <laughs> but I, when was the last time the gay kept a clean sheet, my friend? I about said this weekend, but it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it's been a long time, man. So I don't even trust him. Uh, you know, it's not even his fault, man. He got bums in front of him, man. It's not. Oh. Hey, sometimes it's not his fault. Sometimes it is. It's not his fault, man. Sometimes it is. <laughs> but man, I think he's gonna be a very. It's gonna be a goal. Gonna be a. A high-scoring game, I think so. Okay, Maybe a three-two. I went for one. I went, I'm looking for us to just take one lead quick and just chill. Maybe or chill a, for ninety minutes. And score ninety first. Maybe, maybe three-two. In my in my opinion. Michael, where can they find us? Okay, right. So they can find us Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes, FNX Network, and Pitch DMM Radio. I, that's, I got that smoothly. This you week. did get smoothly. smoothly, but you forgot wh- who we are. Oh, frame me field. Damn. There you oh. go, man. They missed that. I mean, out. if you listen to the podcast, you don't know who we are. You're kind of confused. Yourself. You are confused. But anyway, this, this has been another you. episode of the Three of the Field podcast. Good night.